Hello everyone, you're listening to America Meditating Radio. We collect wisdom, inspire each other, and empower hearts on demand 24-7. I'm Sister Jenna, host of the syndicated America Meditating Radio. Join us as we talk one-on-one with leading experts who answer life's most compelling questions. Because in a world of uncertainty, we need answers right here, right now. America Meditating Radio, a show for everyone to learn more about this amazing thing called life. Hello everyone, welcome to America Meditating Radio. I'm your host, Sister Jenna, and we are continuing to learn so much about ourselves through stories, through conversations, through trying to find that sweet spot inside of our personality that brings out the best in us. I don't think there's a single person out there that doesn't want to be their best. I just think that there's certain things within the recording of the personality that's just holding us back. But that's the beauty of it all is that you know the stuff is there and you know what it's trying to do and your heart goes, but I'm in this to win. And winning means I'm in this to smile my way through the most hardest experiences. I'm in this to not believe that the people around me aren't going to hold me up. I'm in this to believe that I'm good enough. I'm in this to believe I'm worthy. Tell me that you agree. (laughs) Feel free and send me a DM message. It really means a lot to me. So these are just my thoughts, you know, because I feel that sometimes we get distracted by all the circumstances and situations that occur on a day-to-day basis. Just a few days ago, we've been in our ashram and workplace for 14 years, and the owner of the house fortunately received payment in cash for the property. So what does that mean? That means we have to vacate with or without the money we have to vacate because we won't be able to match there. At least I shouldn't say we won't be able to match it. It might come. But just in a matter of a few days, I now have to think within the next 60 days how to uproot a complete community and take them somewhere that will be settling. And can I tell you the emotions that I went through? One, not a good time. Two, have to move forward. Three, there is benefit. Four, how could he do this? Five, is there a way I can get over this mortgage and get it from them? Six, have faith, move on. All these various things that we go through. So now I'm in the middle of getting our retreat center. Congratulations. We have found the retreat center. It is about maybe 20 minutes from where we are in the McLean, Virginia area, in the metropolitan area. And now my mode now is that I have to go into this whole area of raising the funds for that. These are things I'm not planning. I wasn't expecting it. I was settled 14 years. The vibrations are so high. Everybody who walks into this place gets healed. And then the universe says, I need you to expand. I need you to do 100 times more than what you're doing. And this is what you have to do. And you kind of step inside of yourself and you go, okay, well, all right. What else can you do but keep moving forward? No matter what it is that you are going to be gifted with, keep moving forward. So now we have to do a fundraising. I hate that. Till I don't usually like to do it. But now anybody who wants to put towards the retreat place and know that there's a space that they can come to in Washington, let's go on in, put it in, go online, make a deposit, make a donation. And the donation is toward higher learning, a facility, a space that carries this vibration. 
Now keep in mind, this is nothing in my consciousness until five days ago. Things have a way of showing up out of nowhere. And you're like, oh, okay. But I'll tell you this. If it wasn't for my spiritual foundation and my faith in humanity and faith in my good karma, I'm not quite sure how I would have been able to handle it. So for now, everyone's good wishes, your feelings, this is the magic. I'm really excited about our guest that we're going to have on air today. Offered to us by our sweet sister, Jennifer Hill, another wonderful guest that we've had in the past. Jennifer has shown us the way to Zala. Zala walked away from a successful career in finance to find freedom. Freedom by going deep within spiritually. Studying abroad with a living master for seven years, he brought his knowledge of ancient truths back to Canada to grow through huge life challenges. Zala says he learned when the truth sets you free, life starts to really happen for you instead of to you. He currently teaches at the Center for Transformation in Calgary, Canada. His mission is to make a huge difference and empower others to live the life they were meant to enjoy. His new book is titled The Big Three, Three Ways Your Divine is Trying to Get Your Attention and How to Get Back into the Flow. Zala, you have no idea how much I want to talk to you today. Hello and welcome to America Meditating Radio. Well, thank you very much, Sister Jenna. I'm honored to be invited to your show, especially when I review all that you've done for this world and are doing. I mean, you work on the same principle that I do, and that is we're all walking each other home. So I'm very humbled. I speak from my point of ignorance in this interview, as I always do. Beautiful. I love what you just said, that we're all walking each other home. I've never heard that before. I'm going to carve that one inside of my heart. I love that. What was your yearning that you were feeling that it was time to leave the quote-unquote rat race, the successful career in the corporate world, to go into spirituality? Like, what was happening? Well, sister, I've always been a person of excess, a rather dubious distinction in the illusion, <laughs> really. Mm-hmm. And so... I'd gotten to a very good height of income and wealth, and I still was very, very unhappy. I mean, I really was. And so I decided I would just quit. I quit at the top of my game, seven figures plus. That was pretty big money back then, still is today for that matter. And I just decided I wasn't going to sell my soul for the corporate goal anymore. I had such fear, guilt, shame that I couldn't stand myself. So I landed up digging within myself. I mean, I've never been a a religious or denominational person. So I did research. I went to obsess on spirituality, and I decided that if I didn't go within, I was going to go without any kind of peace or any kind of happiness. And so I went within spiritually, and I went to obsess by my own standards. I, I was not a fanatic. I realized through my own research that people learn from their mistakes geniuses learn from other people's mistakes and so I found a teacher and it took me a couple of years to realize this was a true master I'd seen some things that were just incredible I understood more and more as I understood more I got to see more and I could see where there was society was on a angle on a curve if you want to make a real correction in society I could see that And I decided I wanted to be part of that answer, not part of the problem of just burying myself in the illusion. So that's how it started. It sounds so incredible for so many of us. 
I used to own two nightclubs, and they were rocking back in the day. <laughs> one was in South Florida, and the other one was in Key Biscayne. And, you know, what I know now, if I had known it then, I think I could have balanced both. Maybe I wouldn't be doing nightclubbing. Maybe I'd do something else. But all I needed back then was the awareness. Now, I don't know if I would have ever gotten it, but I know that the awareness that I have now is wonderful. And I just think sometimes, can it be that we could actually have this awareness while we're in the corporate sector, while we're running our nightclubs? Have you met anyone like that? Actually, the closest that I have is Deepak Chopra. I mean, he seems to walk a pretty good balanced line between that with his emphasis on spiritual and turn spiritual into a business where he too realizes we're all walking each other home and we were all here to help each other. And I believe that love is sanity. Without love, you have insanity. And I believe that in the business world, the love is starting to creep in there. We still don't have the sacred love of respect because of the abuse of power. And I've seen it rapidly. In fact, I still do. I mean, I guess those souls need to have that. But one of the things I teach is when the love of power is exceeded by the power of love, then we'll break through as a society. Yes. And I don't know what it takes for us to get to that power of love and to allow that love to work through everything that we do. As we navigate during a pandemic America right now is finding some sort of a sanity lately. There's been a change of leadership. There is a sense of a sigh of relief for a pretty dominant part of the society. And there's also another side of the country where they're struggling to accept the change. Looking at the COVID-19 and in Canada there, I think they've been managing it well, actually. Tell me, what do you think is the reason that it seems that the world is going through the same plight. What do you think is the spiritual, mystical reason behind it, if you have any thoughts on it? I do. As a matter of fact, I wrote a book on it. And this, is, uh, this is the big three. It should be released this week on Amazon. And really the subtitle is, Your Divine is Trying to Get Hold of You to Get You Back into the Fold. But whether you believe in the legitimacy of COVID-19 or not, there's no question as to its negative impact on the economies of the world, economies of families, economies of individuals. It's also taxing personal relationships right through to divorces, and which both of these compound the degradation of human health for many in various degrees right down to death. And, I mean, I say that death is just the point where dying stops anyway, but death, paradoxically, is a wake-up call, not just for the person leaving, but for the people that they leave behind. So the big three are the reduction of financial, relationships, health. And if you're really, I guess, requiring all three to be reduced zero, I mean, on health, it's death. I tell people that your divine will meet you at every dead end in life even if you have to die to do it. <laughs> so it's, it's, my, it's my opinion, Sister Jenna, that COVID-19 is the catalyst for a great 
recalibration and transformation of society in general. And so at this point in time, this recalibration has just started as far as I'm concerned. The important byproduct is that it has provided Mother Nature with an opportunity to inhale. I mean, I gave a TEDx talk on this about how the human race integrity is tied in with the environment. It's tied in with the environment. Most people, when they interviewed me for TEDx, they said, how do you figure that? And so the rest was history. You go to our website, the CFT.ca, you'll be able to see this TEDx talk, and most people of you would say, this is very, very creative. And you know what I failed to say on the TEDx talk? I think you'll find this interesting. Sister Jenna, is that the environment and the ecology have always been on this teeter-totter throughout time. Yeah, that is true. It is true. Newsflash, politicians need to understand, the ecology has always won. That is so true. I think some people are just, you know, out for the ride. I think they just get so distracted they don't even really remember those realities. Your new book is coming out, The Big Three. You mentioned it just now. Tell us a little bit about what was the genesis of it all. Is it because of the pandemic? Is it because of everything the world's been going through? Or what made you sit and start to write this? And what was the feeling when you reached the last line of the book? Well, the last line of the book, I'll begin at the end first. I knew that it was one of my missions, because it's my third book. It was one of my missions, and I know what I'm, it's been divinely inspired, because I get what I teach students on top of goosebumps. I call them, Sister Jenna, the shrills. I got the shrills, and I knew then that I had done a great service, if nothing else, evolving my own consciousness from the 50,000-foot viewpoint, this planet. I mean, we are at a point where most people don't realize. I mean, National Geographic documented the history of CO2 levels over hundreds of thousands of years in the history of the planet. This was stunning because they showed, and I've got this map, I show this document in classes when I'm teaching people, and I say, look at this. Every time the CO2 level got to about 250, the Earth said, that's mm-hmm. enough, and slipped into an ice age. I think the CO2 may have come from volcanic or whatever, but it slipped into an ice age, and that ice age went on for quite a while. This is for the five last ice ages. And I say, look at where CO2 levels are. Now, this is National Geographic. This is not National Enquirer. And I show on the map where they've got it at 450 parts per million not like the 250 that perpetuated the previous ice ages. So I say, we are precariously close. And I'm smart to know in my studies that this, what absolutely catapults human consciousness throughout time is shocking. It's suffering. You look at Bande Ache, you have a disaster, and people, it doesn't matter if somebody was a bum on a bench with a bologna sandwich or two PhDs, we're all helping each other taking the dust off, taking the mud off. We're all helping each other. And that's really what we're here to do is help each other. So, I mean, that's why I give you accolades in your show. You've been doing this for quite a while. I look at what you've accomplished. I bow to you. I mean, namaste. Namaskar. I mean, you're you're doing an incredible job. It really, really I don't know does. why. It's funny that you mention that. I don't know what it is that we choose to learn through trauma and not through love. Such a small percentage, Allah, 
will catch the signals of love to say, I shouldn't think this, I shouldn't say this, I shouldn't do this. So then folks like me can never retire. I really want to retire, but it's like, how can I? I have to stay here, got to stay awake. I have no options. You offer a 10-part consciousness accelerator course, and I would love if our incredible listeners could get a little bit of a peep into it. Tell us about it. Sure, by all means, and thank you for that. I want you to know that I went into a recording studio, and this is for public consumption, and they get a taste of me. And there's a 10-part consciousness accelerator course that's available on our site. So go to the CFT.ca. You'll be able to see this 10-part accelerator course, and you should really take it over 10 days because it's a lot where I teach and then I put you through, you know, the average is probably about 10 minutes only per session, but it's so rich. And then I give you some homework and some perception, and then hopefully you can come back in the next day or two and take part two and absorb this. Now, this is supposed to do is be an introduction to myself. I've been teaching for 20 years. It's only in the last eight months and my divine direction was, okay, you've learned humility. Come out of the closet. You can put your picture on the website now. But during this time, I was engaging and training facilitators, certified consciousness coaches. And so for you to come to the CFT, you can take these 10-part accelerator course. Price is $299, but to the first 100 listeners of yours, my gift to you and your listeners is I give the first 100 away free. Wow. I know that it will move you if you just are conscious when you're taking this because Life happens for you, not to you. And as you understand that, you'll go back to my definition of like I came to, and that is smart people, they learn from their mistakes. Geniuses learn from others' mistakes that have come before them that have experienced this. And I teach you how to get to your center because life is a great thing if it doesn't kill you. It won't kill us. The good thing is that the soul is eternal. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. Life doesn't happen to you, it happens for you. And I think when we are gaining insights from the unfolding of life and all the experiences that we capture along the way, there's a strong probability that you get to that point of awareness that nothing is happening to you as if you're a victim. It's actually trying to help you to become the hero and the star of your own journey. But that's if you're willing to see that, you know. There are a lot of people now, especially with them being at home, I've spoken to quite a lot of people who feel they don't really feel like they're living a purposeful life. You know, a lot of them are locked down, they're on Zoom meetings, it's not enough. So would you say that you found yours? And how would you explain to someone who wants to understand how do they know that they found their purpose in life? What's the sign of that? Sister Jenna, I say your purpose in life is to become reconnected. It's not what you do for a living. That'll show up later. But I think the original sin is disconnect. And we all got disconnected because we put the illusion as priority versus our spiritual as priority. As I say to young kids, I taught my grandkids this, and that is the inside world is more important than the outside world of man-made things. And I stress, of man-made things. And so I say, go and enjoy the sun, the moon, the stars, the forest, the mountains, the oceans, the lakes, the stuff that spirit has given us, all right? Yes. This is stuff, because where insanity, I believe, comes from is too much man-made stuff 
aperture of the eye iris, and we all need more healthy environment of getting out, looking at the sky, the sun, and love. I believe that my definition of God is the grand overall designer. I mean, Sister Jenna, who designed all these intricate systems within ourselves? Or should I say what? What designed the universe and the universes and the star systems, etc.? I believe that God is spirit. God is a consciousness. And I mean, how do you describe a consciousness to a finite mind? You cannot. I mean, the definition of consciousness, I tell students, is you cannot describe consciousness. You can only describe the effects of it. And if you're looking to get in touch with the other 90% of the cranium, which we all have underutilized, then how do you do this? Well, I can tell you one of the ways that I've found that I've made a lot of progress and I've taught a lot of people this, is through peace. You must have peace. Peace, ultimate peace, ultimate love, ultimate integrity, all on the same headline in neon, all at the ultimate level. They're all equal to each other. So I tell people, if you really want to live and access more of yourself that's outside this, let's say, 10% of the brain that we utilize, then this is going to happen by getting outside that box. And I say, all true teachers know that the instructions to get outside of the box are written on the outside wall of the box. And so to be able to get a teacher that knows the way out of the box into the other part of you where love is, this is where love resides. What's in the box you can't take with you when you die. It's what's outside the box that you do take with you when you pass. Does that answer your question? Absolutely. Very beautiful. What's your greatest wish for humanity at this time? Peace, love, integrity. And I mean, integrity is what you do when no one's looking, eh? Integrity is putting your spirit first. Integrity is the key to life because as you realize integrity is key to truth, the greatest bonds that you have, Sister Jenna, and that I have, happen to be with integrous relationships where we can tell Mm -hmm. someone anything, anywhere, any place, and they don't judge us. They just, Mm -hmm. they may support, challenge us. That's a good friend, which does support and challenge you. But this is a value. The more you have an integrity of just being yourself, then what happens is the bond that you have with that individual is typically pretty strong. What I would hope for humanity is to realize this is all just a passing illusion. And if you (laughs) search deep, you're given the secrets of the ages. I teach the wisdom of the ages. It's not my teaching Sister Jenna, I'm just a concierge. I don't think that true teachers should have any copyright books because the truth was there all the way along. And to monopolize, I mean, who's got the copyright on the Koran, the Vedas? Who's got the copyright on the Bible? I mean, truth is true, and we all have that access. And so the best way to make the most of your life is to go within, because if you don't go within, you will go without in life. Very true. Beautiful. So... Are there any events that you're hosting online? Is there anything that you're doing with the book that you would like to leave our listeners with a forward and website? Well, if they want to join our information source, they do come and and register, get their free 10-day accelerator, and that's my gift, and I thank you once again for, for having me. I'm honored to be a guest on your show. I really am. But as you keep in touch with us, we take you through various courses that are available, and we have what's called spiritual awakening classes, which are done by Zoom. 
with facilitators. I've got certified consciousness coaches that have studied with me for 10 years, and they're very capable of being a spiritual facilitator. And we take you through one night per week for four hours on the Spiritual Awakening Course 1 and Spiritual Awakening Course 2. Each of SA1, Spiritual Awakening Course 1, is eight weeks, and the second session is eight weeks. Once you've finished SA1 and SA2, then we speak the same language, and you can decide whether or not you want to go any deeper. Uh, we tell people this costs money to take SA1 and SA2, and we're going to tell you that if you're not happy with it, we offer a, a money-back guarantee. So ask us about our money-back guarantee. We're so sure you're going to love it that I think your listeners would say, I'm impressed. It's taken a long time, but what we do is we take you from spiritual awareness that you do have into the higher levels, and then I can teach you for a full day. We call those full days whole eye days. Then we, I can teach you at a retreat where I take you into the mountains for three days to seven days, depending on the size of the retreat. And then I give you some initiations that you can only get through when you're outside of the box in the brain. It nice. defies logic. So this takes a little while. This is my way of being of service and giving back. I must admit, I hope one day to achieve your level of notoriety and, and service, not for my ego, but for service. Sweet. Thank you so much for the service that you're doing and really enjoyed your energy and what you brought to our time here on air. We'll definitely keep in touch and continue to wish you all the very best. Thank you very much, Sister Jenna. Many good wishes. Bye-bye. I have to say that I loved Zala very much. His energy and just a sense of the way that he was showing up touched me. So visit www.thecft.ca if you want some more information on his work. Life is not happening to you. It's happening for you. Let that be your mantra for the day. Here's Lucinda Drayton. Love surrounds you and you just keep remembering no one can take away your happiness unless you give them permission, and we really are here to love each other the same. Take care. There's no rhyme or reason to this situation. There's no blame or portion to me. There's no way around it. There's a sure way
I'm Sister Jenna. You've been listening to America Meditating Podcast. You can follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Did you enjoy that conversation? Because you can also listen to it on Spotify or on iTunes 24-7, anytime, anywhere. I do trust we all have inner power to become our very best. When we listen with curiosity to learn more, we grow. So thanks so much for tuning in, and do be easy on yourself. Take care.